Alright, today is the 10th day of July 2021 and we are reading our Rhapsody of Realities with our man of God, Pastor Chris Bayakinome. Our theme for today is Prosperity by Grace. We are reading from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18, which is our theme verse. It says, But thou shalt remember the Lord your God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Pastor goes on to say, Prosperity has nothing to do with how hard you fast and pray. It is the Lord's doing. Amen. That alone is worth meditating on. He said it's not it's how hard you fast and pray. Does it mean that prayer doesn't have anything to do with wealth? Maybe not so. Right? Not really. But we'll find out as we progress. But what the point is making is that it is not all about praying and fasting. So you can't pray, 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 pray. The more you pray, the more money comes. It's not that way. There are some other factors. He said it is the Lord's doing. Okay, the question now is how does the Lord do it? Let's read on. God is the one who prospers you. Okay? He delights in your prosperity. That's another important point. So God wants all of us wealthy. But the scripture, Jesus Christ, you know, when the when Mary, when she opened the alabaster box and poured out the perfume on him, one of the things Judah said was that this box, this perfume is quite expensive would have sold it and then give the money to the poor. Of course, we know Judas had a motive, material motive. But Jesus responded. He said that you will always have the poor with you. So does it mean that everybody is not meant to be poor, to be rich? Because Pastor now is saying God wants, wants to prosper you. So does it mean does, does this now contradict with what Jesus said? Since he said you always have the poor with you. It doesn't contradict. Okay. How? It's just like saying that, um, no, I wish above all things. Yeah. That will make prosperity as well. Yeah. yeah. But they always be sick people. Yes. Is it? Does God want them well? Yes. Yeah. Are they sick people? Yes. Are they people that might never get well? Yes. Why? Not because God is, you know, selects who is going to bless or who is going to heal or whatever. It's, it's just like um, what we, we talked about earlier. Some things God has done the ultimate, pay the ultimate price yeah. by sending Jesus Christ to die for us. And whatever we want to be in life, mm. our health, finances, everything is Jesus has already paid the price for it. So it's left to you to take what to appropriate yes, what Jesus has, done. has already done. Yeah. Everything has been everything has been given to us. Yeah. So it's, left, it's for you to take it. And one day you're reading the Rhapsody and it says it something that. Like if you do not apply, have, it's what you have faith for. Yeah. That you will get the results. Yes. It's not just oh you receive Jesus Christ, like but you have to apply. There's an application. Okay. You know, so if if I apply, you know, Jesus Christ dying for me, you know, the gift, the salvation, and all of that, I apply it to my health. Mm. 
I I will see it in my health. Mm. If I apply it to my finances, I will see it in my finances. But so it's, it's like that. Yeah. So it's what do you believe for? It's always before people because there are, there are there are people that we never get the revelation of ego, you know, of kingdom prosperity. Okay. And if you never get it, you never work with it. Just like there there are a lot of Christians today that are still battle with their health. They sit, there are even ministers of God that die out of um, a disease or an ailment. Did they love God? Yes. Does God love them? Yes. Have they been doing the work of God? Yes. Why did they die at the end? Maybe, you know, they were not able to stand strong and trust for their health. Maybe they were able to stand strong in other aspects of their lives. They were not able to stand strong for that. So there are people that will never get the knowledge, the understanding of kingdom prosperity. And since they will never get it, they will always be poor. Okay. Yeah, that's that's quite true. First of all, the kingdom wealth, there will, there, will, there will always be poor people because not everybody will accept Jesus. That's that's the truth. So even if every Christian, now it's, Pastor said it is God's, God wants every one of us to prosper and he's talking to Christians. So if every Christian prospers, if all of us, we are wealthy, there will still be people that are not born again. And we don't know how to find wealth. Even through the you know the world canal wealth, they will not be able to do it because the devil will cause them to be poor. So that that has that has already justifies is that you know, justified it rather that there will be always people that will not be wealthy. Meanwhile, those of us that are Christians too, there are still people, like you said, that will never know how to get wealthy through the kingdom principles. So those people will remain poor as well. Not because God has destined them to be poor. No. Just because they don't know how to walk in the wealth that God has given to them. But God's actual will is that everybody be rich. Every human. That is why I want everybody to be born again. Everybody to accept the life of Christ. Uh, another question that people ask, okay, what about people that they don't have Jesus Christ? And are wealthy. And are wealthy. That's why I said so, that there is a carnal way to make wealth as well. But that wealth is not la- is not the one that lasts. That's why the Bible talks in John 1, Joshua 1, it talks about good success. So they can be wealthy through the devil's means. But even at that, there are still a lot of them that will still be poor. That will still that will never know how to work hard, you know, get skills, yeah. or even scam, because they make money through scam to through, you know, deceiving people. They will still not be able to do that. Yeah, I, 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 I can tell you like people that, for instance, someone you don't think like a lot of people that are you know, are not Christian and they're not doing anything bad. They have it. They have people that are using to make up and they're not scamming anybody. So you see, it's just like an, an analogy, like you're in a class. You know, every lecturer wants his student. That's why they work hard, every student to pass. Mm. That's why they work hard to teach them. But everybody will not pass. Mm. There will be, there will still be people that will fail that course, that will carry over the course. Mm. Why? Is it that the lecturer doesn't maybe you know do something wrong to them? No, because those people, they've not gotten the secret, or they are not disciplined enough to mm. know what it takes. And, and one thing we must make a distinction with is we are not in the same class. 
with people that are not that are not Christians. Even if there's a classroom, we are not on the same level. Now they make money, yes, they make wealth, but they don't prosper. There's a difference between wealth and prosperity. Prosperity is defined is determined by what you do with your wealth. We, with our wealth, we create an eternal value. We influence lives. We do things that will never end, that will remain forever. But with their wealth, they, they do terminal things, things that are temporary, that, that we end. Once this world ends, it's gone. And they have, yes, the, the reason why they are still able to make that, even without being, being um, scammers, is because they know some godly principles. They are applying some, whether they recognize it as godly or not, they apply some godly principles to even make wealth from the principle of sowing and reaping. So they put in efforts, they put in ideas, they put in creativity and they are able to make wealth. Even if eventually they don't apply it the way God wants them to do. But they have to apply discipline. They have to apply skill. And these are godly values. These are values that God, for instance, it rains and plants germinate. It is normal. But God established it. So that is exactly what they follow. Meanwhile, those of us that are Christians, we have something bigger than that. We don't just plant our seeds anyhow. We know the actual place that God wants us to plant our seed. We know the the actual seed God wants us to plant. So that's why we are in a different class. And when we make the wealth, we prosper with it in a godly way, in a way that will last forever. Right? So I think that has answered the question. Let's let's go on. We still have a long way to go. You don't have to wonder whether or not God wants you to prosper. He doesn't want to put you, He doesn't want to put your trust in step-by-step human calculations because that won't work. They may seem to work for some time, but they won't last. True and lasting prosperity comes by grace. That's just what we've talked about. A prosperity that, that lasts, that is forever. That is not there today. That is not dependent on loan. That doesn't come with with trouble, lack of rest, lack of peace of mind, insecurity. You know, there are people that are so wealthy, but they are not secure. They don't have peace of mind because they are scared of their prosperity, their wealth going down the next day. They are scared of what, what can happen to the currency. Alright, a story is told in Mark chapter 10 of a rich young ruler's attitude to wealth. He wanted to know what he must do to inherit eternal life. Jesus told him to obey all the commandments, but he said, Master, all this have I observed from my youth. The Bible says Jesus looked at him with love and said to him, Go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor. Come and follow me. At that, the rich young ruler went away sad. He was tied to his possessions. But the Bible says he had great possessions. Or as someone rightly put it, his great possessions had him. Jesus then looked round about and said to his disciples, 
how hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? Jesus was letting them understand that salvation wasn't going to be by their money or great possessions, but by the Spirit of God. Jesus wanted the rich young man to put his trust not in his wealth, but in God, the giver of wealth. Your prosperity isn't dependent on any man. Your business, your systems, and government of this world, or the economy, but on God. It is by His grace. Now you can understand why he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. The power that God gives his children to get with is spiritual power, not political power or economic power. It is the power it gives every Christian to propagate God's righteous cause. Praise God. Hallelujah. So from this now we can see that the reason why the reason God gives us prosperity is for us to propagate his righteous cause. So that is what determines prosperity. What do you propagate for the wealth that you have received? And there is this particular very rich man, one, one of the world's richest. He propagates vaccines. And in India, I'm talking about Bill Gates, thousands of girls died because of the vaccine that they were given to. So I see the same Bill Gates you know, that said people were, who were going to drop dead in Africa during the COVID-19, you know, when the COVID-19 started. You know, with, with your wealth, are you, are, you, are you propagating hope or deception or wickedness? There was a particular man to the, that wanted to cover the sun, shield the sun, only you want. Decided that the, the earth is too hot for everybody on all the continent. He wanted to cover the sun. But with our wealth, we propagate life. We propagate the gospel. We cause people to be healed. We make the blind see. We make the deaf walk. We, we restore hope to the hopeless. Deliverance to the bound. That's what we do with our wealth. Hallelujah. So every Christian, we should know that we have the power to make wealth. Because God wants us to be worthy. Let's take our confession. Or you have anything to add to that? The important thing to note is that because most times, just uh, this one, you know, you know, this one, you have money. Do you understand mm-hmm. that? Kind of that looks good to me. Mm. But the important thing that I could mention earlier that the wealth that we have, or the spirit, or what we have, yeah. is of eternal value. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that so the rich person or my person might get poor tomorrow. That would be the example mm. people like give me. Someone might yeah. be rich till the end of the person's yes. life. Even his grandchildren will yes. enjoy it. But it doesn't transcend this world. Exactly. And just like the pastor has been telling us that our Lord Jesus Christ is coming very, very soon. Very soon. So we should focus on the whoever trying to get money, try to do things. Because there's always there's a crown, there's a reward. Yes. So our life doesn't end there. There's yes. another life. 
Yes. But the life of someone that is not a Christian ends here. Yes. So no matter how rich the richest man Dangote is, everything he has ends the moment he dies. For him, the, the satisfaction, whatever he's going to get, he ends here. Yes. For you, even if it's fifty thousand you have and you used it as a Christian to propagate the gospel and use it to affect humanity. Yeah. You know, when you die, the works that you do continue. That's if you die. That's if you die because <laughs> Jesus Christ is coming very soon. But when this world ends or the yeah. end or you die, whatever, yes. what you've done continues the value mm-hmm. you know, is still there. So that's yeah. the most important. That that is what will keep you, you know, moving. Exactly. That uh, I'm I'm better than this person because what I'm doing has eternal value. It doesn't yeah. just stop here. That's true. Okay, let's take our confession. Lights. Let's take our confession. My purpose in life is to establish God's righteousness in the earth and in the hearts of men around the world. I am blessed with all I require to carry this out. Therefore, I am committed to advancing God's agenda, favoring His righteous cause with my time and resources for His glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.